Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hameen Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hameen Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Would you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and i say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? Meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe.
immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. No more on morons. Alright, it is Tuesday, September 14th, 2021, and this is episode 98 of the War on Morons. I'm Jay, and welcome to the show where we act like smartasses. And laugh at dumbasses. <laughs> and thanks for uh, tuning in, of course. If you're listening at homiemediagroup.podbean.com, if you're watching on Gab TV, maybe you're watching on YouTube, somehow, against all odds, we're still there. Uh, wherever you're checking out the show, uh, thanks again. Um, you know, this is a very special edition of WOM. Uh, in fact, I think I should put some music for it. Um, it's very emotional edition you know we're gonna you know we're gonna talk crap of course we're gonna have a couple laughs like we always do um, but this time it's gonna be about a day that america will remember forever that's right folks get excited because you're watching the 20 years of 9-11 knockdown blowout edition <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't that was that was in bad taste i know that was in bad taste even for us but i mean like if you like, so last weekend, um, I, you know, I was just trying to just trying to watch some college football. You know, I was tr- trying to like tune out the politics and everything, and I, I couldn't help it. But notice that like Fox in particular is just going all out with this nine eleven marketing. And it was like, like I mean, I'm just trying to watch some fuck Biden chants here. I was trying to watch some ball, and every other commercial is like playing the swelling music and they're saying like it was a day america will never forget everyone remembers where they were that day the towers fell the nation mourned just like you'll remember the day that we bring you our 9-11 remembrance extravaganza we're bringing you the action all day long from where it went down. Ground zero, zero, zero. Uh, we've got a rock and rollin' concert with Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, and BTS. Uh, then we've got play ball at City Field with the Yankees and the Mets. Or get down and boogie with the cast of The Masked Singer. And then live from New York, it's Saturday night with a hilarious comedy show starring Leslie Jones and Amy Schumer as Rudy Giuliani and George W. Bush. Like, I I don't know if they actually did all that. I know they did the the Mets and the Yankees thing, but they literally were like plugging, plugging, plugging 9-11 like it was a New Year's Eve ball or whatever. You know, the... Was it the Dick Clark Rockin' New Year? I mean, it felt like uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' 9-11. So, yeah, if Fox can do it, then we can do it. Um, Either way, I don't know. Speaking of of 9-11, speaking of uh, George Bush, did you see that he says that we are all the terrorists now? He says we're uh, we're domestic terrorists. I I don't remember exactly what the the phrasing was, but he... um, like he he gave a speech at the memorial. Biden didn't because you know he, 
you can't get him to to open his mouth and operate. Um, but but Bush, um, he goes out there and he's just like, yeah, we fought against Al Qaeda, but Al Qaeda, well, they're just like uh, the domestic extremists, uh, the the right wingers, the the violent. And he said that we're we're children of the same foul spirit was his line. So I guess we're in the axis of evil. We're evildoers because we don't want stolen elections or medical tyranny. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we don't want uh, 20 year long fucking disaster wars that we lose and that thousands of people have to die in. Um, I mean, you, you remember that hack line that late night comedians uh, used to say like back in the 90s? Like, uh, like before Barack Obama even before they even, you know, uh, made him a fake passport. Um, they used to be like, oh, man, yeah, we, we already have the first black president. That's Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, because he, uh, I guess because he played the saxophone on Arsenio Hall and uh, maybe because he didn't keep up with his child support. They're like, yep, that's a black guy. That, like, Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. It's not insulting at all. The fucking Bill Clinton. I love it. Love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if Barack Obama doesn't get credit for being the first black president because of Bill Clinton, well, Joe Biden, as as unbelievable as, as this might sound, Joe Biden is not America's first mentally retarded president. Um, because that honor, of course, goes to George W. Bush. I mean, uh, you know, he can talk all the shit he wants, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, let's just let's just uh, let's just go back a little bit. So, so I actually voted against that asshole. Um, I, I didn't vote for George Bush. My my first vote. Uh, I guess I'm dating myself a little bit, but my, my first vote was uh, for president was for the Libertarian candidate in 2004. I think his name was Badnarik. I I don't remember anything about him, but you know he he's flying the Libertarian banner um, before it got. You know, completely ruined, but I think he got like a quarter a percent of the vote. Um, but he didn't do 9-11. He didn't start any forever wars. Uh, he didn't open the border wide open. As far as I know, uh, like, I, I mean, for all I know, he's dead. I don't know. But like, as far as I know, Michael Bednarik is not spending his spare time in retirement, like painting portraits in his attic, like a fucking mental patient. <laughs> He's not cuddling up to Big Mike Obama and photo shoots. Like, have you seen fucking W? Like every goddamn picture, he's uh, he's over there with Michelle Obama, just like, you know, like like she's like cuddling him like a baby. Like, <laughs> I, I think I made the right choice there. Um, anyway, speaking of photo shoots, speaking of retarded presidents. Did you see Biden once again became a meme over the weekend? Uh, of course, he can't go a single day without being a fucking donkey brain. Um, let's see if I can find it here. So at the uh, aforementioned 9-11 memorial, of course, commemorating 20 years since um, since that day, all of the evil people who profited from it and who probably perpetrated it were gathered there um, at Ground Zero, or, or I think they were at Ground Zero. Um, so, of course, you know, Clinton was there, Obama was there, Big Mike was there, uh, Hillary, of course, um, 
Yeah, I, I can't remember who was all there, but just a bunch of globalist criminals and you know Nancy Pelosi and all those other fucking scumbags. Um, now the the best thing is they were all wearing their big stupid you know the, the big black COVID masks because they're all so scared of this virus that they know is bullshit. Of course, they were photographed like seconds before they realized they were being photographed, and not a single one of them was wearing the masks. They were all you know close in tight, um, you know doing their thing. But that's kind of uh, besides the point here. So Biden couldn't even keep himself composed during a fucking 9-11 memorial event. Now, they didn't let him speak at it because God only knows what he would say. But he thought that people wanted to hear what he had to say anyway. So there he is. (laughs) You see everybody in their masks. And Obama, no, not Obama, Biden yanks down his mask and starts yelling at people. I, I really want to know what he said. Um, of course, I put this on our uh, on one of our social medias. I think I put this on MeWe, and I'm like, caption this. <laughs> like, is he is he telling everybody that his butt's been wiped? Uh, is he complaining about the ice cream selection? Maybe he's asking what time it is because he's not allowed to wear his wristwatch out in public anymore when he's at these type of events. But uh, my favorite is you look at Obama looking at him, just side eye, like this fucking idiot. Like, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this fucking dumbass anymore. Of course, Obama's famous statement about Biden was, what was it? Never underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up. Like, Talk about underestimating. I think you underestimated it, Obama. I mean, he's doing a little more than fucking things up. Um, and then, of course, if you look to his left, is his ever-present uh, handler or nurse or victim? I don't know. His wife. I think he's. I think he's a victim. Either way, uh, Jill. She can't even stand to look at the guy. She's. <laughs> she's looking at Mike Bloomberg. Like I mean, you can just read her expression. Look at her eyes. She's just like, oh God, he's doing it again. I hope he's not hitting on some five-year-old in the audience. I'm sure he is. Uh, No, Jill, you'll never be able to give Joe what he needs, which is that six-year-old poon bang. Um, Here's my favorite meme out of it, speaking of. Uh, Did she say she was nine or 11? That's what Joe was screaming. That's what Joe was screaming. I feel like we could do the old, like, Letterman, like, top ten... Like, the top ten things Joe Biden was screaming incoherently underneath his COVID mask at the 9-11 memorial event. Anyway, another funny uh, Biden clip. Speaking of Jill, speaking of Joe. So, Principal For some reason, Jill was giving a speech somewhere over the weekend. I don't know who would want to go see her speak. No one even wants to see her husband speak. Watch Joe. He doesn't know where the fuck he is. You know, He's confused, and then well. he wanders off. And for families across the country, you know, the school year. And she just she's so used to it. She keeps going. The best part is he wanders off. The camera tries to like you know, get in tight to be like, yeah, we know the president of the United States was just there and wandered. And then somebody tells him, hey, you got to go back over there. Your your wife is making a speech. She's a doctor. So he just wanders back over. He. It's it's unbelievable, this guy. I mean, at this point, I mean, everybody's got to know, right? I mean, everybody's got got to know he's a moron. Uh, but yeah, his nine eleven was was really special. Somehow they dragged it on all day. They had him at like every site where 
you know, something having to do with 9-11 occurred. So I think they brought him down to Washington to the Pentagon where they shot that missile into the, uh, I mean, <clears throat> where the other plane went into the Pentagon. Nobody believes that story. Um, so they had him go to uh, Pennsylvania, of course, um, where the, where the, where the flight went down there. Um, by the time he was there, he was literally like barely able to walk. I mean, this man does not work full days. He does not work full days in multiple cities. I saw a picture where he was just like, he took a knee and I know he takes a knee a lot, but he took a knee just because he was just, he was spent. I think they ran out of amphetamines to, uh, to shoot him up with. But meanwhile, we, we can't let Trump off the hook. So, I mean, Trump did, did, did his thing. I mean, he made the rounds on 9-11 too. He wasn't, uh, hanging out with those pricks. Uh, you know, he, he wasn't about to hang out with Obama and, and Bush and the like. Um, you know, a lot of people on Twitter were complaining about that too. Like, uh, like they're still grasping at straws. Um, so like they can't defend Biden because he's indefensible. Um, but they're like, Hey, how come Trump wasn't there? Huh? If all the other presidents were there. Why wasn't Trump? Because if Trump was there, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they'd do something to him. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of friends there. And, um, uh, but, but he, he did his thing. He was, um, I think he was in, uh, he went to Ground Zero by himself. He visited the NYPD. He visited the fire department. You know, he did a speech with those guys. Um, you know, great stuff, really presidential. Um, but once he got that out of the way, President Trump flew down to Florida with Don Jr. to do pay-per-view commentary for an old man boxing fight. And I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say old man boxing fight. It was a Holyfield fight, an Evander Holyfield fight. Like, look, maybe if this was still 2001, honestly, if it was 2001, I'd still be saying it's an old man boxing fight. Evander Holyfield's like 60 years old. Um, so for some reason, this, uh, this boxing promotion, they're called Triller. Triller, I don't know, like Triller Fight Club. Like it, it, honestly, it sounds like a bad indie wrestling fed. Um, so Triller Fight Club in Fort Lauderdale or something like that. Um, they had Donald Trump and Don Jr. on the commentary booth as, uh, as Holyfield went out there and embarrassed himself and, and got his ass kicked. I mean, l- luckily he didn't die in the ring. I mean, <laughs> uh, so he was, he was doing a boxing pay-per-view and it's on 9-11. Um, I mean, you gotta realize, Trump, you're kind of opening yourself up to, up to some shit there. So, um, you know, you look on Twitter, there's plenty of people that were making fun of that. But, at the same time, he knows his people. So, you know, he went to this, uh, this boxing event. Every, the crowd went wild. Everybody's chanting, you know, we want Trump. We love Trump. Speech, speech, speech. And, you know, everything like that. Um, my, my favorite thing happened in the run up to it though, cause, you know, Trump's, he's doing a lot of media appearances, he's doing rallies, he's, you know, he's, he's obviously in campaign mode. So, um, in the run up to his big Trilla Fight Club, um, you know, appearance, uh, he did, uh, an interview with the media there. And the guy was like, so tell me, uh, you know, President Trump, if you could box anybody, who would it be? And he's just like, well, my easiest fight would be Joe Biden. I'd knock him out in a matter of seconds. <laughs> which, uh, which set Biden off, apparently. Uh, like, the, Biden's losing it. He, like, he knows everybody's chanting fuck Biden at all the football games. 
Um, he sees the signs. The man got booed at the night. I, I neglected to mention that. Biden got heckled at the 9-11 memorial. <laughs> like, like he's over there and, you know, Jill's probably holding his hands. He probably fed him some apple, applesauce. They're, they're trying to do whatever they can to keep him, you know, looking solemn and, and to try not to uh, embarrass himself um, at the event, you know, where they're commemorating thousands of people losing their lives at the hand of the uh, the globalist. And, and people are just like, Biden, fuck you. Hey, you retard! Why'd you fuck up Afghanistan? <laughs> like they're walking by and there's, there's, uh, they're haggling him, man. It's like, uh, it's like he's he's Chuck Knobloch at the Metrodome. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he pissed some people off with the whole vaccine mandate thing. I mean, it, I mean, all the damn news that happened between the last time we did this show. I mean. Uh, I try to keep this kind of short, but, you know, before we get to the stack of stupidity, but, I mean, everything. I, I, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, so Biden goes out there and says that he, he's got the power now to, to, to force everybody in the country to, to get injected with these, uh, these safe and effective vaccines. And immediately, like, I think like 30 states are suing his ass. Um, obviously, it's unconstitutional. It's an idiotic thing to do. People don't want it. If anybody wants it... You know, the vaccine, they've already gotten it. But, I, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, you know. I mean, I don't care where you live. I don't care if you live in the most vax-happy place in the world. Probably 25, 30, 35% of the population there. You know, I don't care if you're in New York City. You know, there's a big chunk of people that won't take it for whatever reason. You know, some are very valid medical reasons. Some are, you know, because they don't trust them because they haven't been out that long. Some have seen the reports. Whatever the case may be. If a third of the population isn't going to take it and you aren't letting people have a job or enter a business if they don't take it, well, that's going to tank your economy. So, you know, it's a great job. So, yeah, I think 27 states are uh, currently suing that asshole. And depending on how today's recall election goes, well, depending on how how much fraud... (laughs) They allowed to, to go on out there. Maybe California will join in. I mean, I, you know, I think Larry Elder's gonna, gonna win, but I, I don't think he's actually gonna get to be governor. Cause, like, I, I'm seeing all these, um, I'm seeing all these videos of people out there, like, they go to vote and they get turned away at the polls and they're like, oh no, you already voted. And it's these poor old, boomers and stuff and they're just like out in woodland hills or whatever and there's like what do you mean i already voted i i haven't voted in years it's the first time i think i could do something they're like no 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 sorry sorry some crackhead in oakland already uh, used your name to, to to vote no on the recall they got to keep gavin newsom in charge like in an actual fair election i mean gavin newsom he could be running against richard ramirez and he would still get recalled, <laughs> and he'd still lose. Um, but yeah, no, they're. I mean, the 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 system out there in California. I mean, they're they're trying to keep their fucking guy in there. I mean, between the media and big tech and Antifa and the Hollywood perverts. I mean, the 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 best is the L.A. Times. Um, you know, which used to be a somewhat reputable newspaper at some point. Um, well. <laughs> I think they lost it a few weeks ago when they had the headline that said, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, that's 
that makes a lot of sense. Um, now they're they're doing other crazy shit. They they put out something where um, like they they had a a picture where Elder had like his hand on on some lady's cheek as he's talking to her. Very innocuous. Even in the day of the you know the Me Too, it's just you know he's got his hand on some some woman's cheek. And then, like, they put it in the paper, and they're like, Larry Elder slaps a woman in the th- in the face! Um, I mean, they, they're, they're going all out. Um, but not as all out as the, uh, as the crazy homeless people. I don't know if you saw this. I'll, I'll actually pull up the video for this one. So, for some reason, Elder thought it would be a good idea to go to, like, a homeless encampment in L.A. and try to, um... You know, uh, I guess try to point out all the failures of the current California administration, but he forgot that it's full of crazy lunatic homeless people like this. Um, so as you can see, he's walking, he's walking down the street, and some woman in a gorilla mask starts throwing eggs and throwing haymakers at him and his security detail. And now here's another crazy crackhead. Look at this guy. Yeah, he looks like he ought to be in bum fights. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the woman in the gorilla mask with pink hair on a bicycle. Um, I mean, she looks like she got kicked out of an Antifa bordello. Um, yeah, she doesn't like Larry Elder. She throws eggs at him um, and punches his security. She's she's gonna get away with it, obviously. She probably works for Newsom. Um, and then yeah, uh, Rufus from Bum Fights over there with him too. Um, so yeah, that's that's how it's going for Larry Elder. I'm, I'm sure he's really going to enjoy uh, being governor if he pulls off the impossible today. Um, I mean, you, I can't imagine how many votes he'd have to actually get in order to overcome all the fraud that they're going to do to him. Um, but it, and by the way, just showed that video. Could could all the boomers out there please cool it with like no every time. Anybody does to anything to Elder, they're just like, see, Democrats are the real racists. See, look, 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 uh, if, if, if that if that had been done, you know, if that was a black person that did that to a white man, you know, everybody be look, I get it. Larry Elder's black. Like, we know. I don't need fucking cat turd to be like, oh, what, don't you think Larry Elder's life matters? Huh? Huh? Antifa? More like clan Tifa. Like, just shut up. Stop making everything about it. Like, I, I don't care if Democrats are the real racists. They're the real fucking morons. They're the real communists. Like, it's, it's weird. It's gay. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, craziest headline this week that we couldn't find room in the stack for. This is a crazy one. All right. So a dude moved out of an apartment and left behind 15 tarantulas and a python. Like, I, I got to admit, I've, you know, I've, I've left apartments in not the best shape before when moving out. Um, there's been some times where I didn't get my full security deposit, but I never left 15 tarantulas and a python. Like, could you imagine that shit? And this happened in America. Um, if, like, I mean, it'd be one thing if this was like Australia or something. It's like, yeah, I get it. You know, for, for all we know, they just, <laughs> they, they were there before he moved in. You know, he, he thought it was their apartment. Um, it, this actually gives a whole new meaning to that whole, like, it's the spider's home now. <laughs> um, but yeah, this happened in Auburn, Maine, uh, which is 
frankly, a really weird place to have all those exotic animals. Um, if, if, if this happened anywhere else in America, it would make a little more sense. If it happened in, like, Miami or something, I, I kind of get it. But, yeah. Uh, great job, guy. Fuck you. Um, and now, the video of the week. Um, let me see if I can find this. I love this one. So, more, um, more Taliban stupidity. So, let's just check it out. Isn't that sweet? So they've made a swing set out of some of the fighter jets that we abandoned there in Afghanistan. And this literal retard army of deranged butchers. Um, I guess they're all kids at heart. So they're just pushing each other on that swing that's... Tied to a, uh, a military plane of some sort. They, they can't figure out how to fly that plane, but, well, they can, they can fly on that swing. Can you believe that we gave these idiots $85 million in military equipment? I mean, I, I gotta give it to them. They're gonna have one hell of a carnival with all of those helicopters and drones and tanks that we left behind. I mean, can you imagine what they're going to be able to put together? Uh, by the way, speaking of the Taliban, I just saw that Biden asked Congress for six and a half billion dollars to resettle more of these Afghans here. Um, apparently half of all migrants in the U.S. are on welfare, but I mean, why not bring some more of unvetted Afghanis into the country from a, you know, from a place that we've been bombing to oblivion for 20 years. I'm sure that's going to work out great. I'm sure that those, uh, those super genius, I mean, look, look, you know, talk about the jobs that Americans won't do or the jobs Americans can't do. I mean, when was the last time that you built a swing set out of an F-16? Hmm? Yeah, they're going to come over here and they're going to make great businesses. They're going to be real, real American <laughs> capitalists. I actually, I just watched a video. I don't have it for the uh, for the show. I, I saw a video of a bunch of their women in full burkas, like all black, head to toe, not even the eyes visible. Like their women look like the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And they're marching in the streets. Um, I, don't, I don't know why. I mean, since we, we left, I mean, but somebody was there to film it. So the women are <laughs> marching in the streets. Um, apparently they're chanting death to America and they're holding up signs that say like, we support the Taliban, kill America and, and stuff like that. Of course, there's a bunch of these gun toting Taliban mongoloids next to them. And it's just like, boy, I can't wait to see these people at Walmart. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> you're, you're used to Chattanooga at the, uh, yeah, at the grocery store and you're like, oh, look at that. It's, uh, it's another woman in a fucking hefty bag and some guy that's gonna probably blow up a football game. You know, yeah. Happy 9-11, everybody. Happy 9-11. Anyway, that's more than enough pre-show. We've got a really good one for you today. Uh, solo show today. So it's, I mean, last time we did one of these solo shows, we got a, uh, a couple strikes for it. So that'll probably happen again today um, as I go off the hinges. Uh, so if you want to join in, give us a call at the hotline, 813-906-9099. Now you can drop us an email at thewaronmorons at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media. Leave a comment down below. You know, whatever's clever. And if you really want to support the show, 
Check out our online shop. We've been getting a lot of orders lately. We definitely appreciate you guys uh, at the Bonfire Shop. And the link, of course, is in the chat. Anyway, now for the stack of stupidity. All right, so first up, maybe you've noticed, but the economy sucks right now. Uh, we're seeing the worst inflation in, well, in my lifetime, for probably a few decades before that, too. Um, but if you thought that was a bad thing, well, you just aren't looking at it from the right perspective. Um, like this Biden administration economic advisor who notes that food inflation isn't really all that bad if you exclude beef, poultry, and pork. I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, yeah, the violent crime rates in our cities aren't that bad either. Just don't count the murders, don't count the assaults, and don't count the rapes. Same logic, right? Um, but yeah, this guy named Brian Deese, um, he actually went to the White House, um, and he, um, he said price increases, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty much in line with, uh, with historical norms, as long as you don't count any things that we actually like to eat. Um, but of course, they want us to eat bugs. I mean, he didn't go out and say it, but we've covered this exhaustively. They want us to eat bugs and grubs. And, um, you know, live in like a 10 by 10 fucking plastic hut and love it. <laughs> anyway, moving on to people that our government does care about, the Taliban. Um, so the Taliban on 9-11 unveiled their new government and their interior minister. Well, <laughs> he's on the FBI's most wanted list. In fact, several members of the new Taliban government are known terrorists that we released from Guantanamo Bay. Well, the Obama <laughs> released from Guantanamo Bay. I'm sure this will go swimmingly. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't care. I don't care. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, I don't, I don't even think they're going to do anything to us. Somebody will. They'll blame them. Um, in other news, Biden's State Department has voiced concern. <laughs> they voiced some concerns about the new government. They say that, well, you know, they don't really mind that it's made up of a lot of Taliban terrorists. What they don't like is that they've excluded women from their government. I mean, it's come as such a shock. Oh, my God. I just can't believe they don't have any trannies. I mean... I mean, it's, it's 21st century Taliban. You gotta get with the program. I mean, somebody tell AOC, maybe she'll fly over there and, and be like, why don't you have any menstruating persons? Maybe the next time she goes to a gala, instead of uh, saying tax the rich on her dress, it'll say like, uh, I don't know, vax the Taliban. Turn them into transsexuals too. <laughs> anyway, moving on from those guys. Um, if you think the Taliban are terrorists, well, they've got nothing on this one demographic, and that is goddamn college students. No, I'm not talking about the fuck Biden chance. Um, apparently, these pussified college professors are really not handling the return to campus life well. Um, they, they're terrified of the fact that the students aren't buying into the COVID-19 bullshit. Um, so, 
I'm looking at this one article here, and it's, it's it's from the New York Times. So you know, it's very reputable. I'm not slanted in any way, um, and it's just story after story after story about these college professors that are like. I'll just I'll I'll just read a, a a a passage from the story here. So, Matthew Brody. An associate professor of rhetoric and composition sent out a raw emotional appeal to his students at the University of North Georgia. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Just before classes began. The COVID-19 Delta variant was rampaging through the state, filling up hospital beds. He would teach class in the equivalent of full body armor, vaccinated and masked. So he was stunned when more than two-thirds of his first-year students didn't take the hint and showed up unmasked. Um, so yeah, apparently these insane college professors that don't live in the real world, still buy this nonsense, think that they're basically walking into a uh, a war zone every time they go to teach their creative writing class or whatever. I, you know, I wish, I wish it was true. I mean, I, could you imagine how much better this world would be if some of these Marxist professors just started dropping dead of, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, whether it's coronavirus or whether it's, you know, vaccine injury or whether it's just, you know, a figment of their own imagination, you know, taking hold. Um, I mean, I, I think that I think that honestly would be the greatest thing Trump ever did. Um, if the whole like virus um yeah, if the whole vaccine program that he rolled out, the what was it Operation Warp Speed? What if that you know what if that was the five D chess move? You know, what if Trump is the reason that the vaccines don't work and that they kill the main people? And he's just like, look, you know, Biden's going to roll these out. You know, uh, yeah, my people aren't going to take them. You know, only these crazy liberals will take them, and then they're all going to get sterilized and die, and then I'll be back. I don't think that happened, though. I don't think that happened. Anyway, moving on to elementary schools. We've got one teacher who doesn't take your shit, you barefaced maniacs. Yes, we go to Las Vegas where a substitute elementary school teacher got caught taping masks to kids' faces. Um, yeah, she got pretty angry that kids kept, you know, pulling at their masks or pulling them underneath their nine-year-old noses, so she got some duct tape <laughs> and made sure those masks wouldn't slip anymore. Um, as you can imagine, parents didn't take well to this, but, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, anyway, speaking of grade school derangement, don't think your kids are safe just because you've got them in private school, because uh, things get crazy there, too. Uh, this next story, though, it's not even about the masks. It's not about the vaccines. Um, no, no. This is about transgender grooming. Um, so Megan Kelly, uh, remember her, the, uh, she, the Fox News anchor or something like that. Um, so she's come out and said that she had to yank her kids out of their private school. It was an all boys school, by the way. Every single week, the teachers would like query these boys and ask them if they were still sure that they were, in fact, boys. Um, so basically, they were trying to check their temperature. 
look for anything, anything. Like, look, uh, have you um, maybe seen a WNBA game recently? Well, maybe while flipping channels. Hmm? Maybe? No? Have you listened to any pop music? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. These days, they really want to turn everybody trans, whatever. Um, but what I think is weird, though, is it's an all-boys school. Similarly, if Megan Kelly has her kids in this school, it's probably an expensive private school. You know, I don't think it's cheap. What happens if they actually convince one of these boys that he's not one anymore? He's like, well, you know what? I never really thought about this, but I guess I identify as a sausage. Or, well, I guess as a, as a taco. <laughs> uh, do they just yank him out of the school? Like, sorry, this is an all-boys school. Uh, no girls allowed. Uh, you know, Christine. <laughs> They're going to lose their money. They're going to lose their money. Anyway, as I've been rambling, I see we've got a voicemail that came in. So let's just pull it up. Let's see what they've got to say. Just give me a second here. Yeah, hey, this is the Reverend Jeremiah Jackson, uh, you know, Clarksdale, Mississippi. Now, first off, y'all got to be ashamed of yourself not picking up the phone. I mean, I, you think I can't see? I'm watching the show right now. I know you heard a ring, and you just so busy talking and talking and bloviating, and, and you don't want to pick up the phone for a brother. So, you, you know, just... I see you, and, and, and more importantly, God sees you, and Jesus Christ. Anyway, though, the reason I want to call, I want to talk about the, you, you, you've been talking about a lot of these stories, you know, this last story you, you, with the, this Megan Kelly, you know, her kid, she had to take her kids out to school, because her school been infected, and everybody's schools are being affected all across the land by the Satanism of the woke and the broke. Now, now, now y'all know what I mean when I say the Satanism of the woke and the broke, because once you go woke, well, <laughs> you know what happens next. Now, see, Reverend Jeremiah, at my church, down here in Clarksdale, we're taking care of that. See, you know, we're trying to make sure these kids don't get corrupted, don't get perverted, don't get twisted up by these crazy teachers, these woke teachers at the public school, at the private school, at the, hey, any kind of school. I don't care what the hell. So what we're doing is we're introducing new curriculum at the, at the Sunday school. If you got anybody listening to this show that's, uh, it's around Clarksdale, it's around Mississippi. You want to come down to the, to the church of the all-holding virus. Um, and, and what we're going to do is we're going to show them a new curriculum, and it teaches them the birds and the bees, as so saith the Lord. Uh, because the kids need to know how to go forth and multiply. The Lord God commanded it. It's in the Bible. And, and you can't multiply by turning into a tranny, uh, a transsexual, or, or, or some kind of homosexual, any kind of, any kind of sexual, except for a man and a fine-looking woman. So, so what, what we do is we've been showing them. Uh, they call it a porno fit. Uh, we sit the kids down at the Sunday school. We say, "This is what God wants you to do. This is God wants you to go out find a." Fine piece of tail and, and, and just get that brown chicken, brown cow. And then we we all watch it together in the group. 
And then, and then I, I send them, I, I send the flock and I say, go, go on, child, go forth and multiply. So, so come on down, Church of the All Holy Virus. Pick up the phone, you you, 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 you damn heathen! You know, I, you know. I think next time he calls, I'm uh, I'm just gonna pick up and hang up, so he doesn't leave a voicemail, and so I don't have to talk to him. Um, yeah, Reverend Reverend Jeremiah, uh, what a what a what a wonderful idea! So he he thinks that the schools are getting too woke, so. I mean, I've heard of sex ed class. That doesn't sound like sex ed class. That sounds like a federal crime. I don't. I don't think that you can watch porno at at, at your church with kids. Like what? Like what's happening there? Yeah, you know, I thought you were a Baptist. Are you a Catholic now? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Thank God. Um, let's talk about the worst run place in the world this week. Uh, kind of a new segment where we put all the stories that really highlight how stupid certain municipalities or states or entire countries <laughs> have become. Uh, so up first, we've got a, uh, a place I used to live, actually. Um, up north in old Minidishu. Yeah, Minneapolis, of course, Minnesota. Um, so we've got a man who was charged with murder that he allegedly committed a few weeks after being freed by a bail fund that Kamala Harris promoted. Um, remember, of course, good old Kamala, Cacklin Hoare, uh, she had something called the Minnesota Freedom Fund, you know, when they were setting Minneapolis on fire um, over the George Floyd thing last year, and she started raising money to get all the rioters and the looters released from jail. Well, Minneapolis decided that they would release one of these guys. You know, of course, um, he had a little bit of a record, but, you know, don't let that get in the way of a good time. Um, so he was a domestic abuser. Um, that's actually what he was being held with. Um, and he got released because of Kamala Harris' endorsed Minnesota Freedom Fund. And a few weeks later, he allegedly, well, he, he shot somebody dead in the, in the chest. So good job, Minnesota. You, um, you're releasing the right people. Releasing the right people. Uh, you know that she's campaigning for Newsom? How's that going to help him? You know, like, like what's she, what's she doing? Is she just going door to door and blowing people? Like, look, um, if you fill this out, you know, and say no on the recall, <laughs> I'll stop talking and start sucking. Uh, anyway, if you thought they were soft on crime in Minneapolis, and they are, check this one out from Oregon. Um, so <laughs> apparently in Oregon, uh, they, they're doing that thing where you can just shoplift whatever the fuck you want and nobody does anything about it. Um, so we've got some people that went into a Lowe's with their shopping cart and they just went around as if they were on some kind of a shopping spree. They loaded it up with thousands of dollars worth of merchandise, and then they just walk out of the store as, like, the people that work in the store are, like, basically, like, come on, man. Like, you don't have to do this. They're like, yeah, we're gonna do it. Fuck you. Um, somebody was actually filming it, like, basically saying, doesn't it suck that there's nothing you can do right now about the, in fact, I think I got a video of this. Let me pull it up. See if it does justice. 
So yeah, as you can see, they're just walking out with a shit ton of merchandise. Two or three shopping carts full. And the Lowe's employees are just like kind of like shaming them. Like, you guys really should like feel bad, man. You know, I get paid 12 bucks an hour and like, you know, shoplifting really hurts the community. And they're just loading up everything in their, in their SUV. Nobody's doing anything to stop them. And, you know, why would you? If the police don't even care. Some bikers just watching. I, I hope for their sake that he's, uh, that he's in on it. Maybe he's, uh, planning on buying some of this stuff later. Like, they literally filled the entire, what is this, a station? Oh, it's a Subaru. Subaru and it doesn't even have a license plate on it. <laughs> Great job, Oregon. Of course, I think they're doing the same thing in uh, San Francisco. So, you know, Oregon's just the one that got highlighted this week. But um, in a lot of these crazy Democrat cities, you can literally walk into a store, steal whatever the fuck you want, walk out. And because they don't want to get called, I don't know, racist or capitalist or you know, uh, in possession of a working brain, they just let you do it, man. The dream of the 90s is alive. Anyway, you know we can't do this segment without checking in on Florida, so let's go back to Fort Myers. Of course, home of the uh, the Trilla Fight Club. Uh, but no, this isn't about that. So in Fort Myers, we've got a guy who planted a banana tree in the middle of a busy street. Because the potholes are so bad in the middle of the road, the city isn't fixing them. So in order to force their hand, this dude planted an entire banana tree in one of the potholes. And then when employees arrived to work on Friday morning, they saw the tree. I mean, they uh, they kind of got it. Honestly, I think that that banana tree gives that, that, uh, that street just a little bit more character, you know? And... It provides delicious fruit with a lot of potassium. Uh, maybe the city of Fort Lauderdale will leave it there. Um, since obviously, I mean, it seems like this kind of compounds the problem. Like, just draw a dick around it or something, buddy. You know, you, now they got to go there and they don't, not only have to figure out how to, like, fill the holes, they got to remove an entire fucking tree. I don't know. Anyway, into the, uh, onto the world's largest semi-open uh, open-air penal colony. We've got Australia once again. Um, so the Australian government is finding new and exciting ways to torture their citizens, who, last I checked, are allowed outside of their homes for upwards of one hour a day. I think if they subject themselves to the clot shot, they get to take two hours of, uh, of exercise or something uh, every day. They got their health minister always out there saying, like, you know, like, don't talk to your neighbor. Don't talk to your family. Don't look at anybody. The COVID's going to get you. It's everywhere. Um, well, the latest thing is now their alcohol intake is being monitored and restricted by the state. Um, so this is happening in New South Wales, which um, I mistakenly said Sydney was in uh, in the wrong state. It's in New South Wales. Um, so residents there are having their alcohol deliveries. Like if they uh, get like Drizzly or the, um, you know, the Australian equivalent of that. Um, well, 
The government's like, no, no, man. We can't have you getting drunk while you're sitting in your apartment for 23 hours a day. Um, so now they're they're basically interrupting those deliveries. They're keeping track of it. Um, and they're being told that they're only allowed up to six beers or pre-mixed drinks per day. Or, alternatively, they can have one bottle of wine. Now... I don't know if I've never been to Australia. I've known plenty of Australians. That six pack isn't gonna. That's not gonna get them through a twenty-three hour day. They're gonna need a little bit more liquor than that just to keep from getting the DTs. <laughs> Those people can put down their fucking booze. Um, and and I really don't see what this has to do with keeping people on lockdown. Uh, frankly, I would I I would actually require them to have a certain amount of booze per day. Uh, if I was this tyrannical government and I wanted to keep the people from being, you know, keep the people from rioting in the streets and protesting en masse as they have been. You want to keep them docile? Keep them boozed up. Um, give them a ration, you know, like the, uh, like, like the army used to do back in the old days, you know? <laughs> like, and, and don't just start with the beer and the wine. Move on to the hard stuff. Um, otherwise, you know, they're gonna, one day they're gonna figure out that, you know, they, they might not have guns anymore, but, you know, they have millions and millions and millions more people than you do. And, you know, they got hammers and knives and whatever else they need. Anyway, I'm not calling for the overthrow of the Australian government. That would be crazy. So moving on. Um, <laughs> I guess we could put this one in. Uh, uh, who, who gets the blame for this? We're, we're just going to put this one on uh, on the Garden State. Um, as it is from the State University of New Jersey. Um, so Rutgers University kicked a student out of virtual classes for not having taken the vaccine. Um, so, I mean, this has got to be, this has got to be the most ridiculous of all of these ridiculous, uh, stories out of, you know, these colleges and universities across the country, especially in the blue states. Um, they're requiring perfectly healthy 18 to 22 year olds to, um, you know, get injected with what frankly is still an experimental substance over a virus that is not going to affect them. Like it's like 99.99%, um, you know, that, that they're not going to die from COVID. You know, there, uh, uh, there's so many things that can kill you in college. The cold is not one of them. Um, but Rutgers took it farther than anybody else. They've got a guy who takes online classes. He does not interact with other students. And they just kicked him out of school because they said that he has to uh, abide by the mandate even if he's taking remote classes. He lives 70 miles away from the campus. So... Yeah, Rutgers, great job, great job. Decent football team this year, though, for, for them at least. <laughs> anyway, finally, let's go to England, where, I mean, this one's just fucking weird. Um, I, I don't even know how to describe this. I'll just read the headline. A bunch of English women got married to trees to make a point about deforestation. Like, whatever happened to just, like, like, I used to, used to see the stories like this out of, like, Berkeley, like, every year, you know, some, some, you know, crazy hippie 
ties themselves to a tree and they like live in the tree for like a month so they can't chop it down to make room for like a you know like a new athletic building or something like that um well in bristol england they somehow are marrying the trees uh, because they don't want a new apartment to go up that could that could threaten the lives of 74 mature trees a really ridiculous picture here of all these um, you know, these fat, ugly lesbians <laughs> in, uh, in bridal dresses for the only times in their lives. Um, with, yeah, with a bunch of trees. Um, honestly, in this day and age, that's probably not even weird anymore. Like, I mean, considering some of the, uh, some of the marriages that are being officiated, well, hey, at least a tree is not gonna rape their children. Anyway. Ah, that was that was too much, but I I don't care. Anyway, we've got another voicemail that came in, so let's check it out. Hey, this is Laura in New Mexico, and I was calling because you guys are like being super uncool about those ladies who like pledge their life and their love to those trees, man. Like. It's not weird to marry a tree. Like, is it weird to marry Gaia? Is it weird to marry the spirit of the earth that we all live on? Is it weird to marry a tree when we all know that trees are like hunky AF? I mean, they pretty much live forever, man. It's like eternal love. That's like what marriage is supposed to be, man. Like, I don't know. I think that you're not giving these women enough credit. I mean, in my mind, having thought about it for the past, like, two minutes, I have to say, like, only a real gold digger, capitalist, like, pig, would ever get married to a human. Like, we should be praising these women for having a higher level of consciousness. And honestly, I think everyone would agree that we should all hold ourselves or strive to hold ourselves to their standard. Anyway, later. <laughs> okay. Sorry I have uh, offended the tree people. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, I guess it has been for the last two minutes. Anyway, I guess this is as good a time as any for a commercial. I'll be right back. Hey, it's me, Mac Cashman. You know me. I'm the guy that brought you the first all-you-can-eat feeding trough for people. And I'm also the creator of Mac's Impossible Chili, the only vegan food out there with 100% real meat. And, uh, yeah, I also did that thing, uh, you know, where I was pretending to give all the money to the Marines. And uh, I'm sorry for that one. I'm sorry. I really am. But it's okay. It's okay now because I've got a great new product for you guys. I tell you what, it's called Matt Cashman's Fast Acting Emergency Rations. 
That's right, folks. It's storable food. Uh, that means you can keep it in your closet, uh, you can keep it in your basement, you can keep it in your bomb shelter or whatever, like for 20 years if you want to. I mean, it, it, I mean you don't even have to cook it. It, it never goes bad. Uh, and that's because it, it, it isn't really any good to begin with. <laughs> but, but you know what? It's 100% edible for humans. I mean, you know, it's, it's not called Max Grand Deluxe, you know, Super Steak Lobster Rations. It's for an emergency. You know, what do you care? You know, you're, you're going to be eating this stuff, you know, in the middle of a nuclear apocalypse or whatever. You know, just, just be happy you don't have to eat your dog. But if you do have to eat your dog, it's got great side dishes that go great with all sorts of breeds. And like I said, it is FDA approved, 100% edible food. Uh, not not your dog, but Max, you know, fast action emergency rations. And I mean, a lot of people ask me, they're like, Mac, would you eat this stuff? And I say, look, I could, I could eat it. And, and if you don't believe that, then my name isn't Mac Cashman, but it is. So go to 100%EdibleForHumans.com today and buy a few months worth of this flop. I mean, what's the worst you can have? You never know. You know, maybe one day you might be I, I mean, I don't want to speak ill of a spot. Did he say 100%EdibleForHumans.com? That, that, that's really the URL you're going with, Mac? You can't think? I mean, I, whatever. I I don't know. Let's just let's just move on. So, <laughs> uh, I think we could uh, close the show out tonight with a crime block. Uh, it's always a uh, always a little bit of fun, you know, dumb criminals, stupid criminals. But this week, uh, actually, the first story I've got in the in the crime block, I'd say that the moron here is the victim. And not the uh, not the perpetrator. So this rapper, <laughs> his name is Lil Uzi Vert. Um, who's naming these fucking rappers? By the way, I feel I feel like the like I'm getting punked. Anyway, the rapper's name is Lil Uzi Vert. Um, he says that a fan at one of his concerts ripped something very valuable out of his forehead. Um, and that was a $24 million diamond that he had, I guess, surgically implanted in his forehead. Like, 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 like fucking vision. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard of rappers getting their chain snatched off, but I, I've never heard of somebody having a rare pink diamond embedded into their flesh. Like, like, what do you think he is? A fucking troll doll? <laughs> like, um, look, I don't care how big of a fan they are. I mean, they're, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, looking at the picture, he's, uh, he's a little bloodied. Um, oh, but it says that he didn't actually lose it. What an idiot. So, I don't even know how to, how to respond to this. Um, I guess, look, if, if you go and you get multi-million dollar jewelry sewn into your flesh, whether it's your forehead or anywhere else, you kind of deserve it. You kind of, let's just say you deserve it. So somebody tried to rip it out. They didn't get it. 
I hope the next guy gets. I hope the next guy decapitates him and then takes their time pulling it out. Anyway, speaking of thievery, here's a story uh, just down the road out of Nashville where we've got a girlfriend who called the police to turn in her boyfriend for the reward money. Uh, you know, not so surprising. There's no honor among thieves or whatever they say. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> she was calling to turn him in for stealing a rental car from the Nashville airport to get the reward money. I can't imagine how much money was was involved there. Um, but she was riding in the stolen car when she made this call. Good job. Good job, lady. Uh, hopefully she got arrested as well. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Anyway, let's take that stolen car story and run it through the Florida filter. Uh, so the Florida filter, of course, takes everything and makes it, well, an 11 on the crazy scale. So how's this for a headline? Naked woman drove golf cart through armed standoff in Florida. Um, so this happened... Let's see, in Dunedin, oh, good old Dunedin, just outside of uh, Tampa, St. Pete. Um, so <laughs> this is actually a Boston woman, um, 28-year-old Boston woman down in Florida, as as people do. And uh, she drives a golf cart. Why she's naked? I don't know, but might have had the, something to do with the fact that she was completely drunk. Um, so she was drunk. She was naked, she was unafraid, and she drove right into, well, an armed standoff between a bunch of cops and some felon who, uh, yeah, was carrying some guns. And, um, yeah, sounds like a good time. Anyway, not to be outdone, here's a crazy one from Louisiana. And it's in the same vein. Um, so, a Louisiana man stole an ambulance from the hospital... Um, not just to take it for a joyride. Um, no, he was getting annoyed at how slow the service was. So he did the natural thing anybody would do. He goes to the parking lot. He, I don't know what he, how he got it going. Maybe they had the keys left in it. Um, he, he jumped in an ambulance and like he's a character from Grand Theft Auto, he drove it across town to another hospital. So he could get faster hospital service. Uh, of course, he was not very good at driving this uh, this ambulance. And he got in a car accident with it. So it just gets better and better. After that, he uh, got in a foot chase. And he got injured. Didn't get killed, though. Didn't get tased. He made it... Well, I'm assuming he eventually got the uh, the medical care he was looking for. Uh, but he's probably handcuffed to his hospital bed. Um, anyway, this next one doesn't involve a stolen vehicle, so we're moving on from that. But it, okay, it is the it's the weirdest headline of the week. So this one's back in Tennessee. Um, so a Tennessee man heeds voices, cuts off his own penis, all while being chased by the police. I repeat, a 39-year-old Tennessee man severed his own dick and tossed it out the car window in the middle of a, of a police chase. Uh, so this guy said he heard voices on his car radio telling him that he had to commit this act in order to save the world. I, 
I mean, I don't know how this saves the world. I really... Well, when they finally got caught up with him, he was naked and covered in blood. And dickless. Um, he, he threw his dick at them like a Mario Kart turtle shell. <laughs> um, yeah. Great job, guy. And at 39, I mean, you got some, I guess, I mean, this would have been uh, a lot weirder if he did it, you know, four or five years ago. <laughs> Nowadays, they're just like, oh, perfect. Perfect. Let's get him a purple wig and, uh, you know, hand him a library book and have him read to a bunch of children. This is exactly what we need. Anyway, let's uh, let's close this segment. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's go back to the Sunshine State where a sheriff deputy tases a Florida man who was twerking in the rain during a traffic stop. As you do. Not quite as weird as throwing your, uh, your cock at the at the police, but still weird. Um, so a 57 year old, uh, from crystal river, uh, for some reason he got pulled over and instead of cooperating with deputies, he decided to get out of his SUV, walk up to their car and start shaking his ass at him. Like you, you never go full Shakira. Never. Uh, anyway, they weren't amused, and they tased his ass. And I do have the video. Of course I have the video. Let's check it out. Alright, so I see the rain. I see... <laughs> okay, okay, you really gotta look close. But... <laughs> oh, he's like... He's, he's down on the ground, like, humping the road... I mean, I don't see why they had to tase him for this. Um, now he's squatting down, looking like he's going to take a shit. Oh, he's back to the uh, to the humping action again. I mean, these aren't exactly the moves that uh, you know get you noticed at the club. But he's not in the club. He's in the middle of the street. Now he's walking across traffic, and he's back on the ground. He's humping. He, oh, okay. They've had enough. Oh, got fucked up. <laughs> and that's when they tased him. Uh, this is like uh, this is like when somebody runs out to the field during the Super Bowl. It's like you know you know you're gonna get fucked up when you're running onto the football field. You know, eventually they're gonna catch up to you. You're gonna get clotheslined. You're gonna be having a bad day. You might get arrested. But before they catch you, you got to do a little bit of showboating. So, I guess that's what he did. Um, but yeah, work on your moves, buddy guy. Work on your moves. Anyway, looks like we got a. Uh, of course, we got another voicemail. Let's just check it out and see what it is. It is I, the Steel City Enforcer, calling you from the Steel City and projecting my power across the fruited blade. <laughs> of course, you know me as the protector uh, of this great city and the leader of the illustrious gang of good guys superhero team. Uh, and and, I, and I've got to say, you know, I, I want to call in because in your most recent story that I heard, you were talking about how uh, one of these fools 
these criminal scum had to be put down by a taser. I, uh, you know, one of my partners in the police force. Well, I've got to tell you, the taser on my hip, <laughs> it's working overtime lately. I mean, it, it's really burning up the batteries because, I, you know, and, I, and I'm not dealing with some, you know, somebody twerk dancing in the street or a naked person riding a golf cart or any of those other amusing stories. No, uh, the gang of good guys have bigger fish to fry because we have to take on the unvaccinated. Yes, yes. These people refuse to take the very safe and effective vaccine. Dr. Fauci said, Joe Biden said, what else do you need to hear? Well, apparently, a lot of people need to hear quite a lot. <laughs> so, I have unleashed Operation Needle Jam. Operation Needle Jam is fantastic. It, uh, it's basically, I, I show up at your house, I kick in your front door, and I jam a syringe in your fucking neck. And I give you the vaccine. Uh, so we're doing that all over the country. It's going very, very well so far. And we've saved a lot of lives, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Just jam that coronavirus vaccine deep into your neck. Shoot that safe and effective gene-altering mystery serum into your bloodstream. And if you don't like that, well, maybe you should move to China. Well, that's a way to end the show. Thanks a lot, Steel City Enforcer. Good luck jamming... What, Operation Needle Jam? Jamming needles in people's neck. They don't... It, it's not supposed to go in somebody's neck, buddy. Christ. Um, that's all I got. Thanks for tuning in today. I had fun. Hopefully you did too. We'll see you next week for big old episode 99. Getting up there, guys. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>